Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here, as always, I'm a good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Doing fantastic, my friend. Excited for today's conversation and today's episode. We're going to get a little salty, my friend, mm. so not sure which one of us is saltier today than the other, <laughs> but we're both fired up. We'll see. Um, as we did an episode completely dedicated to salt, a few episodes back. That was episode 179 that came out on March 30th. And we've had some follow-ups since then. And we thought, why not talk about hydration and electrolytes from the big picture and why salt is part of that equation and why so many of us have done it wrong because we've been taught wrong. And we're going to break that down for you today. We're going to give you our best recommendations, tips and tricks, to make your fasts, your fasting lifestyle easier, more fun, more enjoyable, and most importantly, get the results that you've been looking for. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome in. Thanks for giving us a listen. Hopefully you follow us, download, subscribe, follow, whatever that thing is you do now to, to tell. Click the button. Yeah, Tap click the button, button whatever the button is. It looks like a bookmark or I don't know. Just go on the app, thumb, wherever you get check. your podcasts. <laughs> click follow, click subscribe. That tells the podcast world and the podcast gods and goddesses that we are doing value and bringing value each and every week. So we appreciate the follow. If you are a long-term listener and you want to give us a review, we greatly appreciate that as we continue on our mission to reach more and more folks on this fasting journey. You have a choice when it comes to your health and weight loss, and we believe that fasting can transform your life just like it has our lives. If you want to learn more about Tommy and I's story, please head back to episode one. Give it a listen where we tell you pretty much how fasting has become such an important part of our lives and how it really gave us our lives back. So, Tommy, today we're going to talk electrolytes, and the idea for this conversation came out of some follow-ups that we got from the episode on salt. So Mm -hmm. our salt episode really goes into the science of how we've gotten the salt recommendations wrong and what the new recommended guidelines are. And then we give you some ideas on how to make that possible in your day-to-day life. What we want to talk about today is the electrolyte balance and why it's so important. And then all of these electrolyte products that we now see out on the market. So there's so many different products that are touting electrolyte balance, right? And they're usually geared towards the active fitness workout category of folks, but they really add a huge benefit to a fasting individual or a fasting lifestyle in the fact that they deliver that balance in electrolytes. Because two things we hear is, man, I can't do the salt. I just can't get it down. And the other is, I'm, I'm peeing all the time. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm drinking all this water. But like, if I'm going to do my one ounce per pound of body weight, like cut your weight in half. If you weigh 200 pounds, you want to drink 100 ounces of water a day. Yeah. Like, it's hard to get in. I'm up sure. all night. I still feel like 
dry mouth and I, I just, it's difficult to get the water in. Well, we want to talk, Yeah, we want to come at this from a place of sustainability and do you really need that much water? And if you have a considerable amount of weight to lose, then drinking 150 ounces of water a day is not necessary. So we want to start off big picture about the main players in hydration and electrolyte balance, and then kind of give you some tips on how to level up your hydration game, which will make a huge impact on your fasting and your how you feel during your fast, and then yeah. how, how you feel after you break your fast, and then how you feel you know, kind of when you start cycling those longer fasts into your fasting routine. Mm. Yeah, when, when things can get, you really need to be taking a look at some of the details, like the electrolyte details, in order to kind of get that right so that you can enjoy the process a little bit more so you, you don't have to feel like you're struggling through that fast. I mean, because it can kind of discourage you, you know, like you're on a fast and you want to do it for fat loss, especially, but then all of a sudden you're not, you're not feeling a hundred percent or you, you know, like you said, you you feel like you're up all day, you know, and up all night peeing, which, which can be indicative that your electrolytes are out of balance at that point, because you basically have too much water in the body right then. And so, you know, you, you go through a, a biochemical process to actually clear out some of that water so that your electrolyte concentration can come back up. So oftentimes the water that you're bringing in wasn't, wasn't followed by enough salt. And like, if you look back at, at, at food supply and medical recommendations over the last, you know, several, several decades, we have tons and tons of foods that are labeled low sodium or no sodium. You have these overriding recommendations for a lot of folks that are going on a low sodium diet, pull out all the sodium that you can from your diet because we need to get that blood pressure down, which we've talked about in the past is, is oftentimes much more likely an insulin issue rather right. than a high salt content issue. And so between all of these, these conflicting arrows and conflicting recommendations and with, with issues with the food supply as well, and and potentially lack of, of whole food sources in the food supply, it can, be, it can be a really mixed bag. It can be really tricky to kind of get the electrolyte balance correct, which is why we, we really wanted to have this conversation. So when we're looking at, let's go big picture here, when we're looking at the main players in the electrolytes, right? So when we're looking at the conversation of drink half your body weight in ounces of water per day, right? So your body's made up of 50 to 70% water, but a hydration, really the concept, the, the idea of hydration involves balancing the water and the minerals optimally. So that's where the electrolyte conversation comes in. So we talked in depth in the salt episode about using Redmond sea salt, Celtic sea salt, Himalayan salt, or a trace mineral supplement to get the full spectrum of trace minerals. But the main players that you want are going to be sodium, potassium, and chloride, as well as calcium and magnesium right? Mm -hmm. So the important thing here is we want, we want to think about this as, as a homeostasis, as a balanced equation, right? So let's say you work out. Most people sweat out water and electrolytes. That's why it's important to hydrate before, during, or after a workout, right? Low mm -hmm. electrolyte levels can lead to side effects like muscle contractions or cramps. So we hear a sure. lot, oh, I started fasting, but now I'm getting these muscle cramps at night. Oh, I must, mm -hmm. let me go take some magnesium. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's different forms of magnesium. And most of the times, it is a hydration and electrolyte imbalance issue, not just a dehydration issue, right? So yeah. people say, oh, I'm fasting. Oh, let me go up. No. First of all, we always say, okay, start with a teaspoon of salt mid-afternoon and then do that for a few nights, maybe a, a warm Epsom salt bath, magnesium before bed, and, and it should improve, right? So 
these electrolytes are very important in so many different things that take place in the body. You got thermoregulation, physical performance, brain performance, GI function, digestion, kidney function, cardiovascular health, the health of your skin, you know, and in fact, dehydration can lead to negative outcomes such as feelings of low mood, fatigue, reduced alertness, headaches, etc. So one of the things that we hear is, well, I'm, I'm already retaining water. My doc wanted me to decrease my salt. We'll go back and listen to, to the episode that we mentioned, episode 179, because the salt recommendation of less than 2.3 grams, in our opinion, and now what the research shows, there's an article we're going to link here in today's episode from the Journal of American Medical Association that should actually be between four and six grams per day. Yeah. But one right. of the things is I'm retaining water. Like I'm puffy, I'm bloated. Your face might feel puffy. You might have retaining water in your legs, right? Now, a lot of the times people go to the worst case scenario. I've got heart failure, I've got liver disease, I've got kidney failure. Right now, sure. if there is that situation, then yes, that's, that's important to talk to your doctor about that electrolyte balance making sure you're getting enough potassium and decreasing the salt intake because your body will retain. But in most cases, it's an under-hydration, under-electrolyte, imbalanced electrolyte issue. Yeah. And then the symptoms that can kind of come along with that can then be, it's like we can have a handle on them sometimes when we're taking in food all throughout the day and not really notice these imbalances or these changes in electrolyte balance. Yes. Because when food's coming in all throughout the day, then we have these different variations in you know, food supply and, and uh, sodium chloride and, and other electrolytes kind of coming in. We can, we can maintain a level of, like, of comfort in our electrolytes. But then we start strategically fasting. All of a sudden, we can, we can get into where we actually notice these, these changes. And if we're not doing it right when we are bringing in nutrition or we're not being proactive about the electrolytes that we're bringing in, we can really start to feel the difference. And, and if, if, we, if we do that too many times, we can really be pushing, like bumping up against the wall, hitting our head up against the wall, going like, this fasting thing is very uncomfortable, or it's very hard, or I don't see myself doing it long-term because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling 100% when I I'm doing it. I don't feel great, it. yeah. Right, yeah, and that, that's absolutely what we want to we prevent right there. The mood changes, the hunger that can come from dehydration. Makes it worse. Makes yeah. it worse, right? The the I'm up all night. I, I want to do a long fast, but I can't. I'm in the car all day. I can't be pulling over every five minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. The the changes in the brain function, right? We mentioned because that's so yeah. important. The digestive changes, all of these things can be little, you know, things stuck in your craw as yep. you're trying to adapt the fasting lifestyle, yeah. and you just get frustrated. You don't know if you're doing it right. So we want to kind of remove some of that fear and some of those unknowns and give you some things that you can do. Now most people go to all right, well. If I'm dehydrated, drink more water. Okay, maybe. If I'm, now now you just told me if I am retaining water to drink more water? Yeah, we'll talk in a second. And, you know, well, let me go get a, an electrolyte hydration product, mm. right? Because you'll yeah. see these all over the map. We're going to go over some of these in just a minute. But you brought up where I think the best place to start is, which is mm. food. And this is a quote from registered NutriSense dietitian, Heather Davis. She says, Whole foods can be greatly underestimated in terms of their contribution to our electrolyte balance. Given that many whole foods contain considerable amounts of electrolytes as well as additional nutrients, it makes sense to prioritize whole foods as the foundation of our electrolyte balance. You start nice. fasting, your insulin comes down, aldosterone tells the kidneys to get rid of the, the blood volume, and mm. then your diuresis kicks in, especially in the beginning. If you're new to fasting or you try to extend your fasting windows, you're peeing yeah. more, you're losing that electrolyte imbalance, and then boom, now you've got these symptoms, right? These things that mm. you're not feeling great about it. And now you have less opportunity to get 
electrolyte balances from one of the main players, which is mm. food, because you're not eating yep. as often, which is why we say more whole foods over refined processed packaged foods, right? Yeah. And then, and, and that's where that question, you know, all kind of always comes up. I'm starting to fast. Do I need to change my diet? Do I need to fix everything that's on my plate? And it's like, well, not necessarily. You don't have to necessarily change everything all at once. But if you're that's not a recipe getting for disaster. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not getting more of those plates a little bit more right, or you're not making some improvements to them, then it, it can definitely make the the process a little bit more frustrating. So, you know, like I, I love the fact that the more of our plates are are balanced and, you know, have whole food sources on them, like those foods were were balanced by nature. Like there's a there's a really, you know, cool process and cool like homeostasis within the system that kind of happens. And if we compare that versus more highly processed or highly engineered foods, those things are typically they're oversalted to bring in additional taste and additional like mouthfeel and all, all this kind of like engineered craveability kind of stuff, which right. is like, you know, there's, there's nothing necessarily inherently wrong with that, but it can send the balances of these electrolyte ratios like way off. And so even if I am getting in enough salt, I might not be getting it near enough potassium or magnesium in with that salt. And that can be a real problem. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times, rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors. And we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. 
And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode. Yeah, so when we're looking at the some of the the concerns here, right, from big picture, well, you know, I got a, you know, the blood pressure concern, the cardiovascular mm-hmm. risk. There's some research that came out from the Journal of American Medical Association with thousands and thousands of people in these studies that they reviewed, and they were looking at sodium potassium excretion and the risk of cardiovascular events, mm-hmm. and they linked they came up with this hazard ratio where if you were at the low end or the high end, you had higher chance of congestive heart failure, cardiovascular risk and stroke. And why do we talk about this a lot in this, in these types of conditions in this space? Well, if you have weight loss resistance, you're carrying extra weight around, you're trying to use fasting Mm -hmm. to reduce those and come off medications and reverse blood sugar, diabetes, heart disease, cardiovascular events, stroke, they're all linked at the core level from an insulin perspective. Keeping that extra weight on over the decades leads to metabolic syndrome and these higher incidences of these diseases. So they found an optimal range where the government and the World Health Organization recommendation of 2.3 grams of sodium per day and then 2.0 for the World Health Organization is is like, I don't know, one third less than it should be. They found this yeah. optimal range of homeostasis that would take place when you were between that four and six grams per day. Now go back and listen to the salt episode. The reason I bring this up is because as we talk through some of these things, you're like, well, how do I make this adaptable to me? Everybody's a little bit different, right? So mm-hmm. we always say shoot for the 75 to 90 ounces of water a day and then add in your salt, but then also make sure that when you are breaking your fast, you're, you're making those whole food decisions, right? And when we look at the players in fluid homeostasis, I mean, you've got your thirst, your hypothalamus, you've got a, your intracellular fluids, you've got your extracellular fluids, you've got your renin-angiotensin, You've got your hypo, uh, I already said hypothalamus, vasopressin. Mm-hmm. You've got your different barometric receptors for your blood pressure, right? It's a yeah. very complex equation. Sure. But if we can control the input and know why it's happening, then we know that almost like when we talk about the different electrolyte products that are out there that can simplify the equation for you. And by no means do you need them. You can make this stuff at home too. I don't yeah. like to do that because if somebody's already done it and it makes it more efficient for me, I'd rather just go do that. But I think of my electrolyte use as and my supplements as part of my health plan, as part of my right. daily multivitamin like replacement, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I'll take a multivitamin. I want to get essential. it from my food. Yeah. It's an essential part of the process. So I just want to make sure that when we're talking about the long-term big health picture here, the idea is, is that we want to figure out how to customize this for use, so you got to try different things to figure out what you're going to, how you're going to feel, what works for yeah. you. You know, some people like myself, I can just drop a teaspoon of salt and water and I'm good. And then I've got my trace minerals for the day. Right. Now on the days that nice. I work out, I like to use some form of electrolyte replacement because it's just, mm. it's, it's, it's an optimizer. It makes the process easier. Nice. You know, I was, I was going into a date night the other day. And I, I was doing some yard work. And I mean, it's getting, it's getting pretty warm. Yeah. You know, so, so I, grabbed, I grabbed some water. I grabbed some salt. And like I grabbed them before I went outside. Like there was no waiting until I, you know, didn't feel 100% or started really sweating and, and stuff like that. Like being proactive about it. So one thing I'm, I'm going to, to drop a little plug about is starting your day with something proactive on, on the hydration side, you know. So 
definitely just like that little reminder. I like to put one little reminder right by the coffee maker because it's like, do something before the coffee, before that, you, like I know the dopamine hit's going to come. I'm going to enjoy the coffee, but like do something on the proactive hydration side, bring in a little bit of water and a little bit of salt at least, you know, to kind of get the day started before I get that like automatic, you know, give me kind of dopamine hit. And that's just like a little, a little flex of the discipline muscle that kind of goes a long way for like, yeah, my fasting lifestyle starts first thing in the morning as soon as I get up. And there, there's no denying it at that point, like even subconsciously, just a little hint. So this personalization piece, right? You just mentioned, you know, whenever we do have it, we have a date, we had a date and I went to our favorite restaurant last week. Mm. And on the way there, I always have an LMNT. And we'll talk about the different ones out there in just a second. And then before I go to bed, I always make sure that I'm taking my trace minerals and hydrating extra if I have, you know, a more indulgent meal or restaurant foods or that are cooked with more preservatives and things like that. Or if I have a couple of alcoholic beverages, right, then I want to make sure that I'm proactively setting myself up for the morning being easier, right? Yeah. So because all those things are dehydrating. All those things, you know, they're going to be Electrolyte imbalancing. Right. So exactly. One thing that I noticed, and I want to mention this here, as the article that's in the show notes was actually a NutriSense article. One of the cool things that I noticed is we're going to go through some of the most common electrolyte products that are out there, and we're going to recommend our favorite. And this is after a lot of trial and error. But one of the cool things that I noticed is when I started looking at using my CGM to kind of test some of this stuff, I found that I was more sensitive to some of the things or some of the the ingredients that are in some of these electrolyte products on the market. Yeah, and if you want to get the the RDAs and all that and read that article link, it's in the show notes. It's really cool. But when we're looking at those those different products out there, there's a ton. There's none, there's Relight, there's LMNT, there's Ultima, there's Liquid um, IV. Liquid IV. I mean you could just go to any store right now, go to Costco, go to HEB, go to Target and go into, I mean, you're going to see these at end caps on the aisles because this electrolyte kind of world, this electrolyte category of things that are out there has mm-hmm. really exploded. And we always like to practice the less is more. Absolutely. And I've tried a lot of these. Now, if you want to make your own at home, that's super simple as well. It's a half a teaspoon of salt, 500 milligrams of potassium citrate powder, a quarter teaspoon of magnesium malate, and boom, mm-hmm. you've got your own homemade, unflavored, not sure how it's going to taste, electrolyte sure. pack. <laughs> what I love about the LMNTs is that you're going to get the proper ratios of sodium, potassium, and magnesium And I like to stack this at the beginning of my day to set my hydration. I don't want to be drinking the majority of my water in the middle of the afternoon, right? So I waver just under to around 200 pounds, just a little bit over depending on, I don't weigh all the time anymore. So working Mm. on those last few pounds of visceral fat. So I'm not in a, in a weight loss mode or, you know, a a, a fat loss phase or an advanced, you know, kind of big number weight loss mode right now. Mm-hmm. So I like using the LMNT in the morning and then I add some sodium to that. So I'll do another half a teaspoon to a teaspoon before my coffee in the morning. And then that sets my stage where now I don't have to rush to get 128 ounces in to feel hydrated, right? Mm-hmm. I can do 75, three Yetis, right? So I have a 30 ounce Yeti. Now I do three of those a day. I sip on two of those in before noon and then I sip on one later in the evening, uh, yep. afternoon into the evening or maybe a mineral water like a Pellegrino or a Topo Chico or some type of bubbly water in the afternoon and I've got yep. my hydration down. 
if I'm doing long fast, short fast, it's just become more consistent and it's allowed me to kind of systematize it where I don't have to think so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The decision fatigue is real. So like getting some of those little things where you know it's it's kind of a habit or you know, you just keep that little like that little check mark in your head where you go, okay, I three of them, this is how I get two of them in. And like that's just kind of part of my daily habits. Daily rituals, I mean it, it becomes a lot easier to kind of, you know, piece some of those things together. So I feel like, you know, we, we get a lot of questions too that are that are very hyper specific, like, well, what about the coffee I bring in? What about the tea that I bring in? Does this count as the water? And like, I'm going to encourage everyone out there to just like, you know, bring, bring down the perfectionism a little bit. If you feel like that, that tendency, I know I've, I can definitely feel that way from time to time too, but just, just focus on the number of ounces for, for just the water. And if you're currently sitting at like 20 ounces a day, or maybe it's zero ounces a day of intentional water, but you're feeling like you need to get to, you know, 60, 80, 90 ounces, like we talk about, then yeah. you can, you can still do it kind of one step at a time and just, yep. you don't have to get there all at once. It's progress, right? Not perfection. So from a fasting perspective, right? Go ahead and listen to the salt episode, eye opening. Mm-hmm. We want to balance the primary electrolytes, specifically sodium, potassium, chloride, calcium, and magnesium. We want to avoid headaches, dizziness, brain fog, fatigue, low mood, reduced alertness, changes in blood pressure, right? All of those different types of things. We want to balance our thermoregulation, our physical performance, our cognitive performance, our GI, kidney, cardiovascular you know, function, as well as we can even do things like improve our skin health when you hydrate properly. Yeah. But when you fast, you're going to have less opportunity to get food in. So a lot of our minerals and electrolytes come from our food supply. So when you break your fast, that's why we say it's a nutrition window, right? Pick healthy whole food sources as much as you can. And then when you look at supplementation in terms of how am I going to get my electrolyte balance to where I want it to be, you're just going to have to try some different things. And that's why we use LMNT. It tastes super good. It's, it's easy they come in these little packets. I've just, my wife's had it in her clinic for years and I never really used it consistently until more recently. But when you're looking at some of these other ones, like the pickleball cocktail, the clean athlete hydration, I mentioned them earlier, none, liquid IV, Pedialyte. What's the one back in the day? Gatorade, right? Like I was mm-hmm. at a basketball camp back in the day and I was dehydrated and I went to the nurse's tent and I remember being like, Hey, I've, I've been drinking Gatorade. She's like, no, here's <laughs> some water. And she gave me like a like a saltwater concoction. Mm. And they're like, if you don't feel better in the morning, we'll do an IV bag, right? Like a, okay, like a, yeah. a saline bag. Yeah. I mean, I ended up feeling fine, but I didn't know I was going to those things, but there's a ton of added chemicals, um, sure. sucralosis, ACEs, artificial sweeteners. Some of those have been shown to increase your risk for insulin resistance. And that's why yeah. we like the LMNT brand because of the quality of the ingredients. So compared to like a nun where none will have a magnesium oxide, mm-hmm. right? Which is a less uh, absorbable form of magnesium. We want to just give you the best recommendation possible and then make sure that, you know, we're going to try to get our water in, in, in the earlier in the day and during our nutrition window, make sure that we're looking for those whole food sources, which I've said a few times now. Yeah, I love the whole food sources. You know, you have some of those products out there that have, like you mentioned ACE-K a couple of times, you know, it, it literally has potassium in the name, but you know, you have certain products that are even like flavor enhancers for water. You know, there's, there's the Mio's and other things like that, that are, they're very popular, you know, especially mm-hmm. like you hear this recommendation, like try to get more water in. And then 
especially if you're used to highly palatable foods, you know, and or or maybe some sweeter foods, and and you're not used to drinking that much water, it can feel like okay, maybe this will help me get my water in. But you're you're bringing this zero calorie thing. I mean, it's 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 definitely highly processed, right? It's, I mean, it's it's created, and but when you put something in it like an ACE K, the the kidney has to literally excrete that acesulfame potassium out, and in order to excrete it out, it has to actually get rid of some of the electrolytes that were in your your body to begin with because you can't just excrete water you have to excrete other electrolytes with it so in order to clear that ACE K even if it's not a whole lot coming in you're at, it's actually a, a dehydrating agent in that regard so even though you right. brought in some water that's why the lady you, like the Gatorade situation yeah. lady's like no no, yes. no 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 that is a ton of sugar and don't do that yeah it's it's the opposite of what you wanted you know so like if you have to, you know, use something like, like, let, let's go to a, a more natural source yes. to, to actually do that to kind of enhance the flavor of the water. And again, like baby steps go, go a long way. We don't have to, you know, bring in a whole bunch of additional stuff like sweeteners or enhancers or things like that. So we can get in this higher volume of water all at once. And I just, the elephant in the room is the fact that that's a slippery slope. If you've been following us long enough, you know, we always, we always say less is more. So sure. if you're extending your fasting windows, focus on your hydration, focus on the loss of electrolytes that's going to happen when you push your fasting windows because insulin comes down and your body is naturally going to excrete that extra fluid. So the easiest way to get that back in is, is you know, having a hydration plan. You know, salt's an easiest, the easiest way to do it. If you're working out, LMNTs, again, our best recommendation because they are paleo, gluten-free, sugar-free, keto, low-carb, friendly, and they don't have any of those artificial things in them. Mm-hmm. But if you go down the artificial sweetener conversation, there's a lot of research on both sides of the aisle for benefits and, and risks, right? For pros sure. and cons. Yeah. So it's not something that we are going to sit here and, and preach from Mount High. It's, you know, course, if you're having yeah. 12 Diet Cokes a day, probably want to decrease that to like yeah. maybe one or two over time, yeah. right? But we're not going to be like, don't ever drink. It's the devil. Don't ever drink something that has right. an artificial sweetener in it, right? Because the dose makes yeah. the poison. Yeah. So it's just our take on, you know, simplicity, sourcing, flavor, and the fact that we've tried a lot of them. I've even done things like, it was that the snake juice, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just you can go down the rabbit hole. I recommend you don't do it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just trying to help you, you guys extend those fasts, get more consistent and feel good and have fun during the process. I had a family member once that recently just sent me the liquid IV, a picture. Hey, I just picked these up. This is what you're talking about, right? And I'm like, no, man, just go flip the label over and just read the ingredients, right? Yeah. You're doing probably with that one, probably doing yourself more harm than good. So, all right, Tommy, as you wrap up today, two things. One, you can head to the show notes. I almost forgot to mention it. You can get a free box of LMNT by clicking the link in our show notes. How did I forget to mention that until just now? LMNT, we use them every single day. I, I don't want to say this, but I want to say this, is that it's summertime, so the grapefruit flavor is out. Oh, yeah. I want to tell you about it and how amazing it is, but then I don't because I want them all to myself. <laughs> okay, but go click. You can get a free free box. Click the link. Start putting a simple hydration plan into your day-to-day life. If you want to continue the conversation, get some questions answered, you can also click the link for the Fasting for Life community in the show notes where we break the first two rules of fasting each and every day where we talk about fasting 24-7. You're in a private community of like-minded fasters. It's a positive group. It's an engaging group. It's active every single day. And you can come continue this conversation there with us. Tommy, appreciate the conversation, sir. Yeah, thank you. Let's go drink some water. We'll talk soon. 
All right. See ya. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.